I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, I'm talking with the fabulous Leonie Dawson about launching and how she's made $11 million out of launches over time. I have interviewed Leone on the podcast before. If you haven't listened to episode 17, when she shared about creating her joyful high profit business, I definitely recommend that you go and check that out after this episode. Today, I really wanted to dive into launching. I, of course, have my launch success kit Leonie teaches a course about how to create an e-course or an online product and how to bring it to market. And I just thought, what a match made in heaven. And I really wanted to dig into a few more of Leonie's secrets. Now, Leonie is not on social media these days, which is what makes her success even more tantalizing, I think. And so to find her, go to her website at leonidawson.com. And I recommend signing up to her mailing list because it's pretty fabulous. I cannot wait to hear what you think about this episode. Leonie Dawson talks $11 million of launching. I'm so excited to have Leonie Dawson back on the podcast today because I really wanted to dive deeper, Leonie, into talking more about your like launching strategy and also your incredible success in launching. And I think it's going to be really amazing to dive deeper into, yes, yeah, some specific examples of how you have had so much success. So thank you so much for being here with me. Oh, thanks, darling. It's always so good to chat. And um, like we've known each other for such a long time now. It's like, oh, my God, it's nearly our decade anniversary. Oh, Oh my God, next year. So, well, I guess talking about launching, I signed up for your very first launch that I even know a tiny little bit from the outside about that early strategy which was a lot around Twitter. Do you remember Twitter? (laughs) Do you remember when it was used in that way for chatting and marketing? Yeah, I know. Like 2008 was a real fan heyday for Twitter, but it was like, I really don't remember focusing a huge amount of my time on Twitter. It was just like part of the revolving wheel. Like I just think of it like there's no golden key to launching. There's not like one tool that's going to make you successful. It's just like a sum of all the parts that you're adding into it. Yes, and I think that's so important to hear because obviously like Twitter is not the way that you would necessarily even promote something today, but equally (laughs) it's something, you know, anything else that you might think is that thing, whether it's Facebook or something different, like that's not true either. So that ecosystem aspect is something that I really want to dive into. So I'll start off by saying Leonie does have a course about creating and selling e-courses, which I just wanted to mention because I think it's a really useful resource for someone who has not created that type of product and would really like to. And I've got a link for that in the show notes. It's 
I've got my affiliate link because, of course, I'm an affiliate of Leonie. So it's bit.ly slash Leonie Courses. And I also wanted to reference the fact that I have got this new product, a launch success kit. So that more so addresses like the fears, the worries, the doubts that can come up around launching. So I think there's really the three aspects. It's like the, the creation aspect. There is that power to launch. And then there is the dealing with the staff that can come up as you need to become more visible and as you need to promote something. So we're going to be looking more at this, like how to launch aspect. So Leonie, Leonie I would love to hear about how it is that you launch. So can you start to share that with us? Sure. Like for me, I'm not I'm not somebody who's a scientific kind of data-based marketer, really. Um, I'm more kind of fly by the seat of my pants, see what fucking happens, um, throw a lot of energy at it when I have the energy and um, see what works for me, see what works for my energy levels, see what works for my audience, uh, and then keep on building on those successes. I'm not somebody who like plans out launches like years in ahead that would like, honestly, I just want to fucking die from boredom. Um, I need novelty. I need newness. I need excitement. So um, especially in the last couple of years, what I've done is like, I will just have an idea for a program and um, I'll have the sales page done within four days. I'll launch it. I will, won't even tell my assistant I'm doing it. She'll find out when I've sent the email out and she'll be like, oh, good for Leonie. That's amazing. Like, okay, we're in launch cycle. Great. Um, and having like, you know, I usually a launch period of about a month to two weeks, two weeks is my shortest launch really. Um, so I like having kind of like those longer times to launch and educate people about why they need it. Um, so now like I've gone through lots of different parts of my business. Like I had a large team at one point and I had like 20, 25 staff and I hated it as Kerry can attest to because <laughs> Kerry had me bitch about it every single week. Um, I needed a lot of therapy um, and needed to clear a lot of stuff. And for me, what it came back to was like, I much prefer a very simple business model. I prefer very high profit. I prefer just to be able to sit in my room and be left the fuck alone so I can make stuff by myself. Um, and I don't want to work on a group project. I just don't. Leave me alone so I can make stuff and then I'll share it with the world. So you said before, I launch it. And, you know, then your assistant might find out or whatever. So that involves sending an initial email. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So it's got to go. I always create a sales page first, like a very long sales page. I'm not somebody who's going to launch without a sales page and I'm not going to launch with a short sales page either. That's just like I've tested those and they are such abysmal failures for me that I, I never, ever do that. So it's the long sales page and then it's the email. Then what does that next two to four weeks look like? Sure. Uh, so I always do a three-day early bird discount. Um, so I announce it uh, and then the next day they get another email reminding them that they've got 48 hours left to grab discount. And then um, that, that third day of the early bird discount, it depends on how sales are going. If sales are shit, I'll actually just be like, eh, 
it's kind of a write-off, so I might send one email. If the sale is steaming ahead and people are, are excited, then I might send like three emails that day. Um, and the early bird discount isn't necessarily massive. Um, I send sell lower and courses anyway. I sell around the $100 mark. And even if I give an early bird discount of 20 bucks off, um, people are pretty fucking excited. So about half my sales usually come in that first three days. Isn't that interesting? And I must say, when you release something new, like if it's something I need or it sounds really compelling, I will be one of those people who's like, oh, $20 discount. <laughs> which is so crazy, but it's a really interesting thing, isn't it? Like those early bird discounts, they can really work. Keeping that quite tight can really work. And then during that like two week kind of period, maybe or longer before, for example, there's an official launch, like start date, sorry, or before that, you know, sales cycle completes for that particular product. What else will you be sharing during that time? Sure. So, like, I don't use social media, so social media isn't part of my marketing strategy anymore. Yeah, it's so exciting. I love it. It feels like um, I've saved my sanity and my life and um, in a lot of respects my business as well. I feel like my business is so much more on the path of what it needs to be doing now that we don't have to get distracted by bullshit on social now, media. Now, before you go further, I just have to ask you around that because in the first interview we did together, and I will definitely put the link to that, in the show notes, you were relatively new into that experiment. Like it would have been only a couple of months in, I reckon, and you were loving it. And you have since created a course which teaches other people how to do it. That was one of those courses where I was like, oh, $20 discount. Oh, amazing idea, concept, business without social media. And I signed up to that. What are you noticing now, like longer into this experiment? or longer into this new way of being in business. It just seems insane to me, the idea of ever going back. It it just seems completely remote and not even an option and not something I would ever consider. And, like, I just did an interview a couple of days ago and they said, do you miss social media? And I said, "What, what would I be missing? Like, all of the research shows that it actually makes us more neurotic, it makes us anxious, it makes us depressed, it depletes our levels of self-confidence and creativity, it stops us from being able to form long-term, short-term memories. It does a whole raft of things to our personality and to our brain and to our bodies that are not positive. And there are actually no positive outcomes from longitudinal studies on social media. So it's like asking, like, do you miss the cigarettes, Leonie? Why would I miss the durries? Like, they were fucking me over. (laughs) It's so interesting. And I want to, like, step back into the point you made right at the start when I was saying, well, you know, I felt like you were launching on Twitter and you're like, well, that's what you were seeing and that was just one part of the ecosystem, right? Mm. So your ecosystem no longer includes social media. We already know that it does include your mailing list. What else is a part of your current ecosystem? Sure. So um, it's not just about like the like marketing during launches. It's always about marketing all the time and building up that no like and trust factor for people. So when I do launch, it's going to be successful. So my success isn't necessarily about what I do in the launches. It's what I do 
outside of the launches, like really building up um, a great relationship with the people that I serve. So some things that look that looks like is f- like free opt-ins and lead magnets, making sure that they are enormously helpful for people, um, writing at least weekly blog posts, if not daily, um, doing monthly reviews of my business where I share my income and where that income's come from and how I earn money. Um, I do, you know, a fair few, I do maybe two interviews a week, which to me is a lot. (laughs) Um, On other podcasts, I have my own podcast, which I occasionally talk shit on. Um, And it's really about like, for me, it really boils down to what can I create? What can I make for the world? And some of that's going to be free. Some of that is going to be very small price, like I brought out my behind the scenes of my multimillionaire's finances this year, and it was just a $7 workshop and people went fucking banana over it. Um, and then even just bringing out new courses. New courses are a really great way for people to find out about me because people who see it, they're like, oh, have you seen that course from Leone? Um, I've got affiliates who share about my work. So it all sort of works together for people to continually be finding out more about me falling kind of down into Leone world, um, down that that spiral and eventually going, fuck yeah, I want that thing. Yes, absolutely. So there's a couple of things there, isn't it? It's like the relationship building mm. with the people who are in your world all the time. There is that marketing all the time ongoing. And also with that creating, um, whether it's free or paid products that are incredibly useful to those people in your world. And it's also paying attention to which of those marketing strategies are actually working, which is how social media got shown the door. Because you're like, for the level of investment of time and energy, this is not actually giving me an appropriate level of return. And yeah, like I touched on, it's actually the the product itself is a part of your launch strategy, isn't it? Yeah. And would you like to talk to us about naming products? Even though we touched on this last time I interviewed you, I feel like this is just worth a little refresh for everyone listening. Sure. What's your advice with naming products? So you'll create, like, when you get creative about names, like, wrong answer, your creativity belongs inside the course. It belongs everywhere else, but not in the name. The name needs to tell you straight away what that course does, how it helps people. So Mm -hmm. I have like basic bitch names when it comes to my courses, 40 days to create and sell your course. Like there's no way that you're going to send me what that, what's that course about? Uh, It's on the fucking box. Like it tells you I've got 40 days to finish your book. Um, Money manifesting in multiple streams of income, which is weirdly enough about money and creating multiple Mm -hmm. streams of income. I've got a sales program, which is about sales, uh, marketing without social media. Again, does what it says on the box. So I don't have to spend much time like educating people what my courses are because my course titles tell that to people. And my courses are very creative. Like I, I hand draw and illustrate most of the slides in them. They're very kind of reverent and bonkers. And like, I like to hand draw all my sales pages and all that kind of stuff. So my creativity has a place. It's just not in the title. Like don't make up names. Don't, don't be overly floaty and creative. Don't 
make like a word salad and then be like, oh, this makes sense. Yes. And what this is making me think about is as well, all of that creativity that someone who maybe hasn't created an e-course before or created a product before, all the creativity I can put into that front end of really spending a lot of time getting the name right or getting the branding right, or even getting the course itself absolutely perfect, worrying about what kind of tech, investing in copywriting, investing in this and this and this and this. And when you invest into a product or even into the launch process itself, where do you actually invest? So for me, and it's going to be completely different for everyone else, I've tried outsourcing all of that. um, And my experience shows it fucking sucks. Um, So on two fronts, first, people are not going to get the same results as I am because I've built up my skills over and over and over again. Uh, Secondly, um, I, it's going to take like a hundred times longer to involve other people than if I just do it myself. So for me to come up with the idea for the course, to uh, write the sales page, to design the sales page, to do all of the back end, get it all set up. So the shopping cart's running, you know, I can, I can crack that over in maybe 10 hours max. If I had a team, that would be a month-long project. They would be all working on it very, very hard. It would cost me $100,000 in staff wages. Like, it just blows out and it sucks. So, uh, for me, I just like keeping my hands in the pie. Um, Where I do invest money is I do have – two part-time assistants. Together, they work about 25 hours a week. One does customer service. The other does just all the other random shit that I assigned to her. Like, if I don't feel like doing something, I fob it in her direction. Mm. Because I think that's the thing, isn't it? People can feel like, oh, outsourcing is going to solve my problems. And there is there is a place for outsourcing because if you're doing everything, you know, you might be doing some very low level tasks that have no real value, but outsourcing is not going to solve your problems, is it? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. And it will, it will um, highlight the problems that you do have um, because it, all of a sudden it's going to take you that much longer and, and that much more money to be able to launch something. So, for example, if I launch something and it's a flop, it's not really a big deal because I haven't invested that much in it. Uh, If I've spent, you know, three to six months getting my team on board for it and it flops, that's kind of a major fuck up. Yes, absolutely. And, yeah, it can create just so much stress. So sometimes just owning the fact that as the business owner, we do have the intel, we've got the energy and we've got everything else. And if we can do that, do things in a pretty streamlined way, mm-hmm. yeah, that can have a much greater impact. So do you have like a best ever launch that stands out for you or maybe several launches that you really look back and regard as being extremely successful? And could you share why? Sure. So I think one like one standout that was really successful and I think it was successful for a lot of reasons was like a number of years ago now, I think we did over $500,000 for one launch, which was awesome. You know, in like in the space of a few weeks to earn that amount of money, it's just so fucking stupid. Like it's amazing. Um, And 
what I did for that launch was it was for my membership site, which was called the Academy, um, the Shining Biz and Life Academy. And uh, it had been something that I'd been working on for many years. I put in a lot of courses into it. So, you know, there was a hundred plus courses in it and I was selling for a really cheap price, um, making it just super affordable for people. And so at that point, I was putting out so much like free content in the world and really driving up the like interest in this program because I only had one thing to market. I just had this academy to market. It's the only, only thing you could buy. So um, I was constantly reinforcing this message like, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I needed to increase the prices and I didn't just increase a little bit. I doubled the prices. And so I held a 30-day kind of sale where I was like, prices double at the end of this month. So if you want this program, get in now. And I genuinely can't remember whether it was going from 100 bucks to 200 bucks or 200 bucks to 500 bucks. Mm. Maybe it was more than half price. Um, but of course, people were so primed already and already had trusted me enough. They were like, this is fucking awesome. I've been thinking of this for ages. Of course, I'm going to um, jump in at this price. Um, that yeah, it just went. It went gangbusters, um, and it was an odd period in my life as well because I was pregnant. I had hyperemesis gravidarum, mm-hmm. so I was in hospital for periods of that launch, um, and I just had one part-time assistant at that point. Still, um, wow. and that's really the sweet spot for me is just having having one part-time assistant or two uh, is great for me because um, it's not doesn't require any management. It just requires people just to fucking help me out a bit. I love it. And so are there any other launches that stand out or do you feel like mm, actually there's just so many that have been great that there's not? Yeah, there's been like I've, I've had so many six-figure launches now. Um, so it's like, you know, I, I've come to expect six-figure launches or, or a multiple six-figure launch and yeah. um, they're right. I'm always super grateful for them. It's like, but yeah, like things are working. Ah, uh, if you feel like a little bit of a mindset wobble, so if it's like not it, not circumstantial, it's not situational, you've got across all of that. Like, have you ever had a time where you're like, maybe like felt a wobble around your own confidence or your own belief or anything like that? And if you do, what do you do about it? Yeah, like so, always like looking out for like, is there any like inner stuff going on for me that would be creating this experience? Um, and I always use. Um, kind of like, you know, go to my tools. Like everyone's got their, their toolkit, so I'll book a session with you. I've like talked to you so many times during launches, like what the fuck's going on? Um, you know, I, I did a decade kind of mentorship with Hira Boga, who's an amazing intuitive healer in Canada. Um, Denise Duffield Thomas's work's amazing. You've got your Align and Attract program. Well, you've got your new program as well, so <laughs> watch me go by. <laughs> <laughs> Just having those like tools that you know is going to work for you. And of course, just continue like journaling, like what's, what's going on here? What am I afraid of? And is that really real? Yeah. If you were new to business now and you were launching for the very first time, how would you approach it in today's market and maybe with a small list and that kind of thing, just to close us out? What is it that you would do on that very first launch today? I'd, I'd be very strategic. So um, I'd think about, okay, what specific problems are those target market really suffering for? 
-hmm. How can I create something amazing and free to give to them that's so remarkable and generous that they can't help but freak the fuck out about it and share it along with people? Um, Is there any partnerships that I can work with who already have those existing audiences? How can I be of service to their people as well? Um, And just being super smart about like linking people that are having this issue. I make something free for them. Then I sell them something. Yes, and that kind of links into the whole mailing list thing because people will often ask that question, how do I grow my mailing list? And what I'm hearing is like it's all interlinked into that mm. launch process in a sense, but it's really understanding what to your, who, who are your people yeah. and what are your people just going to go crazy about? Mm. What can you offer them for free? And then how does that link into something that you would like to sell them? Mm. There's this old quote Um, from some dude I think he like you know earned all his money in early 1800s and on some dudely shit like train lines or something and somebody said what would happen if you got all the money taken away from you and he said cool I would just build it back and I would build it back even bigger and faster and in a year's time I'll be richer than I am now because like when you are like start from the blank slate like oh, I can be super smart about this. You don't have that, like you're not entrenched in like what you're currently doing and you can be more strategic. And what's maybe worked in the past as well, you can just be really connected to what's working now, who are my people now, Mm. and really, really stay connected to that. So $11 million in launch success over how many years are we talking? Oh, I started blogging like 2004. Four, and have been full time my business since 2010 now. So I don't know, eleven like a million bucks a year has been pretty solid. It's so impressive and inspiring, Leonie. Thank you so much for sharing some of your secrets with us here today. I've just absolutely, as always, adored talking with you. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks, darling. So what did you think? Isn't Leone just wonderful? I always love talking to her and I'm so glad I was able to entice her back to the podcast to speak with you again. She's just got such fabulous energy and such generosity in everything that she shares and she thinks outside of the box and she's not afraid to own that. I think so many of us can really learn from that. So you can find the links to Leone's Equals program and also my Launch Success Kit in the show notes for this episode. And also just a reminder, on January 1, I'm going to be sending out a Reiki healing for everyone on my mailing list for 2022. If you sign up now, you'll receive the healing for 2021. Or indeed, if you are listening to this episode and it's already 2022, then you will receive the healing for 2022 straight away. So you can find that healing at alignandattract.com slash Reiki and you can sign up for my newsletter. I will send you the Reiki and I cannot wait to hear how you go with it and I cannot wait to hear what's in store for us and the energy that we are being invited to bring into 2022. Thanks so much for being here.